Physically, I'm a dream. Emotionally, I'm a mess. You might want to take a pause before you poke this bear. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to The Real House Bears. Podcast. <laughs> Pod. Uh, Podcast. Yeah, you old Jersey. You old Jersey today. Podcast. <laughs> Podcast. I, you're Podcast. practically a Gorga. <laughs> or a Judice or whatever. What, any you, one of them. Catania. Whichever, you're one of them. You are. A, you are. You got to get those shoulders. Yeah. There. Um, <laughs> I want to say, forget about it, but that's like New York. I mean, it can be Jersey. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah, podcast. Podcast. <laughs> podcast. I can tell there's something new in the air. <laughs> I can tell there's something new in the air. It is a new season. It is a new season. So welcome to the first episode of season two. Yes, and we're still not finished with Salt Lake City. Ryan, yes, we have the re- I'm, I like I have feel a lot of pressure. I feel a lot of pressure. I feel the pressure to get a lot of things covered in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel a lot of pressure because, you know, with Salt Lake City, we were all newbies. You know, we were getting to know the women as the rest of the world was getting Everything to know the Everything was women. a fresh slate. Yes, but with New Jersey, now we have like, like an institution. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a full institution. I mean... I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm completely, <laughs> completely overwhelmed. I'm, I'm mostly <laughs> overwhelmed because I have to memorize everybody's names again. I'm so... <laughs> So bad at names, and now I have to remember. I just got over Lisa and Meredith. Right? Oh no! And now it's gonna be. I th- I think I wrote Margaret down as Meredith three times I in my told, notes. I did call Margaret Meredith in my notes several times today. Okay, thank God it's I not did. just me. <laughs> I think I caught it every time, but we'll see when we get. Into I did it. I was like going through. I was like. Oh, Margaret. Yes. I was like, I would put down Meredith this whole time. Yes, it's wild. And then and New Jersey just starts off with such a bang. It's oh like, holy gosh. cow. Well, I'm actually excited to do New Jersey because way before I met you, the very first episode I ever saw of The Real Housewives was that episode where Teresa flips that table. And I had no clue what I was watching. (laughs) I was like, what is this show? I was like, this is the craziest (laughs) stuff I've ever seen. And I'm like, oh, it's a housewife show. And I was like, I'll never watch this show ever. Little did you know what was in store for you. And now here I am. (laughs) (laughs) A real housewife. I mean, that's one of the most important moments in like pop culture history in the past few decades. You know, that's, uh, I mean, there's not too many people in the United States, I would think that hasn't seen that table flip somewhere. I mean, it, it's in pop culture everywhere. It's even, they even did a, um, a South Park episode with all of the, uh, Teresa and Joe and uh, like, an, or her ex-husband at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, she's like flipping the table on my husband <laughs> called prostitution, huh? <laughs> so um, yesterday we released the Real House Bears cut of our interview with Heather Gay and Dre with Live Love Lab. And you did talk about um, Just, your yep. what an important moment in history that was in pop culture history and um, your first introduction to that. It's so life. funny. It's so, so many different things that I've seen live or for the very first time. Like the very first time I ever saw a boxing match was pay-per-view and it was when 
Tyson bit Holyfield's uh, ear off. That's a good first one. And I was like, whoa. And then (laughs) I was in Tennessee again, and I was watching um, NASCAR, and it was when uh, Dale Earnhardt crashed and died. Oh, no. Maybe not the best one to see then. No, but, like, I've seen, like, it's so weird that, like, so many things that I've seen for the first time was always a big history-making Yes, wow. Um, But I do want to say something about Teresa. Yeah? (laughs) Teresa walked... So Jen Shaw can try to keep up. This looks like some real bullshit right now. Oh, <laughs> because I this I mean I forgot how crazy Teresa is. She is a personality. Like she's huge. Sure. She is huge. And so I was like thinking in my head because I was like, there's only one type of like Jen Shaw. But I was like Teresa, like Teresa laid uh, the groundwork. Yeah, she can't like, and I'm I think Bulldozed Jen Shaw. Her. Jen Shaw needs to pick up some more pace to actually. Catch Keep up. up with Teresa. Yes, because <laughs> I'm just like, dang. Well, you know what? Let's not waste any time because yes. we have two shows to cover. And we don't want to take ton of time so but before i forget i want to let everyone know that this week um we filmed with the real housewives of reality podcast the real housewives of reality podcast (laughs) (laughs) was that good (laughs) you sound like a an automate like siri or something yeah totally (laughs) um but we had a really great time uh hanging out with them and getting to know them and laughing with them so um We'll both be releasing that on our own platforms. So it's our very first um like video sewed. Yeah. Video video mini sewed. <laughs> yeah. So um check out the Real Housewives of Reality podcast if you don't already. And um you'll see the the House Bears cut and the Real Housewives of Reality cut. Yes. All right. Well, I wanna go ahead and start with Salt Lake City. Um, because the premiere of of New Jersey has so much to get into, yeah. so that might be an easier break to talk about Salt Lake City, take our break, and then dive into New Jersey. Oh, Bear, I like totally agree with that. Do you totally yeah, agree? Like, I totally agree with that. Well, um, I like that this part two starts off with Lisa Rinna texting in, talking about what a fan she is of Salt Lake City. That's big. I'm really hoping that it'll work out in our cycle that we get to cover the next season of Beverly Hills. Me too. I really hope for yeah. that. Um, and I like. I there was a very important like um, foreshadowing moment with Andy talking about all the different cards they have to get mm-hmm. through. Oh, I thought that was really funny. Have you noticed that the reunions are showing more and more and more behind the scenes? Like, I don't know. Like in that. between cuts. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I mean, for Salt Lake City, for sure, they have so much hidden footage that could have like either stopped a storyline or kept a storyline from continuing. Like it was Lisa's birthday at that party. No, I'm saying party. even in the reunion, they're showing stuff like in between filming when they're talking about how many oh, cards oh, are oh, to oh, get in, through. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, Especially and, like when Andy says, "Oh, it's time for lunch," and right, it, yeah. it doesn't stop; it keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, I feel like Salt Lake City is breaking the fourth wall more and more and more and more. Okay. And I think that's a new trend for hopefully a lot because I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy it. But you know what? So 
everyone is so spaced far apart. I'm so used to that now because yesterday when we were watching the the end of last year's New Jersey reunion, everybody's sitting right next to each I other. Mean, it seems each so weird. Laps. I know it felt it made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, me too. Like, so like sanitary. I'm like I kind of like this space that all I these ladies like have. I do too. <laughs> um, the, so the reunion starts off with Mary's package, her about her sense of self and her sense of smell, and her package really focuses entirely on her confrontation with Jen Shaw. Yeah. Meredith's eyes about roll in the back of her head when when she's in like in the bottom left corner when uh, Mary tells Whitney that Meredith's afraid of Jen Shaw. <laughs> I mean, Meredith, I you, you saw the whites of her eyes. Yeah. So over that. Uh, so Mary talks, uh, we get into the surgery and Mary talks about her hydradenitis. Hydradenitis, which I did look it up. I did my homework. <laughs> um, and to be honest with you, it does look like surgery on your sweat glands really is the best treatment. Um, there, are, there is some medical tre- um, like medicine that you can take for it, but the like the five minutes I spent in Google showed me that actually having that surgery is the best form of treatment for that. Well, she said she, like seventy percent of her body was boils. Yeah. Uh, did you did you see Heather Gay's face when she was yeah. talking? <laughs> <laughs> she looked horrified, but then also she's like, how do I market this? At the same time, she's like, what can I do with this? Yes, what can Beauty Lab and Lane? Can you just like take them out and just get rid of BO altogether? I mean, I mean I, she, so she's working on it. She's, she's like, we do Botox for sweat glands. What can we do? Can we just rip those out? Let's do this. Push the needle in and suck it back out, I guess is what she's looking for. I thought that was hysterical. Now, Mary flat out apologized for the hospital smell comment. In the like the first up, the first time it was brought up at uh, Meredith's birthday party. I mean, that True. was a sincere apology. True. I felt she's True. like, come You're on, right. I don't want. I don't want to hurt you. True, you are right. She did apologize back then. It but was she sincere. Gave another really clear apology here. But we find out throughout the show, Jen Shaw needs more than just the first apology. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> Mary says multiple times she's like, "You have to accept my apology. Like I've given it. Yeah. You have to like, accept what, it." What else now. am I supposed to do? <laughs> now, how did Andy not know that Jen Shaw had been not been to the hospital that day? I know we. She has said it a hundred times. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she even said it on Watch What Happens Live. I'm not sure, but we do know that we already knew that. Yeah, we've known that for a long time. She said it on the show, social media, interviews. That's the headline. That's the headline. That's the headline. I love that. <laughs> um, but Mary does not like Andy. Mary doesn't tolerate Andy's shade. Andy, really? That's a dick. And it was such like. Subtle shade on on her, but she's like, "Come on, Andy, no." And Andy's like, "Oh." What? <laughs> I love that. Um, but eventually, Mary gets so tired of the cycle of "Listen, I've apologized. Now it's time for you, Jen Shaw, to say that you accept my apology." Instead of continually telling the story mm-hmm. of why you didn't accept my apology in the first place, yeah, she's like, "Can we?" There's a lot of cards. I was, I, I love that. She's like, "Come on, there's we got a, lot a lot of cards, cards there. Can we just move on?" <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't move on from. Well, it doesn't move on from Mary because now we have to move to the convenience store situation. Oh my gosh! Okay, this, and I totally believe. Mary. I believe <sighs> that she did not mean black 
people or anybody of color. I do believe she thinks shady people like men. Just like sketchy individuals. And you know what? Because you see a lot of movies or you see a lot of instances where there's a lot of youths outside. I used to be one of those youths. Were you one of those youths? Smoking outside of 7-Eleven and like making it hard for any of the regular people to get through the door. Oh my God. What did I marry? I I know. I was such a bully. (laughs) Well, um, I don't know. See, I'm really torn because, I mean, we flat out caught Mary in some lies in this reunion. In this episode in particular, she's caught in all kinds of lies. So I, I want to believe that she didn't say that, but, you know... Coming up in just a little bit, Mary clears it all up, being like, listen, I love people of every skin color, no matter how dark or how the light you are. The whole spectrum of color, Which yeah. we'll get to that in a second. But I do feel that she has some insecurity with maybe her own race. I mean, I, I do understand that, you know, from my, uh, you know... African-American friends, and I think we've even talked about it on this podcast before, that there is racism inside of each individual race. Mm -hmm. Um, But, so I don't know if, I don't know how much I believe. I don't know what to believe. I, I believe that Mary is damaged. Do you think she's prejudiced instead of racist? I, well... I think that Mary just has been through some stuff. I just think she's ultra defensive of everything in her whole life. I just think that she's constantly having to put up a defense for anything that she does. Well, that's without a doubt. She's been on the defense this entire season. But then again, she's felt under attack this entire season. I don't know. I just feel like I I have some... compassion for Mary because I feel like she's really been through some stuff and I really don't feel like she loves herself as much as she likes to pretend like she does. Um, but I just think she's just really socially awkward. I think well, it's just an too. awkwardness for sure. Well, I mean, when we hear all of these things th- through this whole entire package about her lack of intimacy and with her husband and her um you know we go through a whole cycle of her talking about skin color she cleans it up at the end but we go through a whole cycle where she where her husband is clearly not white but she, she calls him white she just blurts out out of nowhere that she's not attracted to black guys my taste for black guys I don't, I don't have, that's not my taste. And I'm like, that's not, we weren't even talking, we weren't even talking about you, who being you attracted to. I don't know why she said that, but that's the whole awkwardness of Mary. But um, her husband is very light skinned. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to put it all together. Again, who I, was she married to before Robert that's Sr.? What I want to find out. That's who what I want to find out for sure. And but I felt like it was a really poor deflection for Jen to ask if, or for Mary to ask Jen Shaw if Sharif was racist. I was like, where did this come from? But Jen Shaw's the hand, she's like, oh, I'll pull out some true stuff. Oh my gosh. And Mary's just like, don't point at me. I'm not your, your kids aren't here. And I'm just like, God, Mary. Put your finger down. No, don't. Your do kids that. are not here. Uh, okay, you know what's funny about Mary in this episode, the first episode? She was like coherent and spot on with everything she was doing. And she was like throwing the attacks on everybody else. This episode, the questions are focused on her and she's right back to the old Mary. Just like, absolutely. Just vomit of the mouth. Just whatever she's saying. It just is so because weird. She's having to cover up what she said. You know, when, like I said, I don't believe she's telling the truth. Well, I mean, we've caught her in this episode multiple times not telling the truth. You didn't tell the truth about 
a lot of the things with your relationship that you said on the show this season, you know? Yeah. So I, um, when you are caught in lies, it's really hard to keep your story straight. And also, is it just me does, or does Jen seem kind of like... <sighs> subdued right oh. now like she's tranquilized a We've little got bit zen jen I've, so far so much I'll i've let... been waiting for her to just to lose it but oh. she really she's kind of been laughing things this off this is damage control i'm this nervous i'm damage. so nervous this is damage control from the la from this season amazing yeah this is damage control from this season someone give her some alcohol <laughs> oh no <laughs> this zen no, jen thing is scaring me i'm is, a little parent like it's the calm before the storm it does make me a little bit nervous but i do um, but Mary does acknowledge, though, that she's like, I have a hard time communicating. Yeah. I have a hard time. We're like, tell us something we don't know, sister. I don't know. If, okay. I don't know if Jen is sincere about her apology or if she's just doing the whole tour again. But um, I think she's kind of got her wits about herself right now. So I feel like she does feel bad for calling Mary a, a grandpa effer. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny? Because they're like, you said a lot of stuff about her, like, online and Jen's like I did not and then all of a sudden they just start showing all of these little screenshots of what Mary of what Jen has said about Mary online <laughs> I know. and they do that like three times in this episode or you are pretty like detached from human emotion and cruel because well because Jen at first doesn't give a true apology she just gives an explanation yeah. And then when Andy's like, Mary, do you accept her apology? She's like, I didn't, I didn't hear, hear one. <laughs> and so, I mean, but I do believe that Jen Shaw's ready to move past that. I do believe that she's, again, I, you know, Jen Shaw has no respect for Mary whatsoever. Yeah. But um, I do think that she's ready <laughs> to just move past all of this. Let's get into that whole Meredith and Lisa saying Mary said she was afraid of Jen. You stuff. have been waiting for I've this. I've been waiting for, for this for weeks. I was so confused. Those tricky Bravo editors—they kept that out on purpose. <laughs> well, you know, it turns out they never said it. But again, I don't know why they haven't confronted her about it before now. Well, they had the the phone conversation. Remember that Lisa's. Um, called Mary and was asking about why she said that, remember? Oh, gotcha. They did a flashback of, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. footage that they haven't seen yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Mary was just like, no, that was just my interpretation of what you guys were kind of saying. I knew that all along, to be honest with you. I was like, and I, I don't know if I said it to you or I said it on the podcast or to whom, but I was like... Mary didn't use those words, or no one used those words. Mary is just kind of summing up their feelings about things. They, because um, that word "scared" is so triggering. You oh, know, jeez. Just cut to Lisa. I'm not scared of her. I'm not scared of you, Jen. I'm not scared of her. <laughs> but now Heather still thinks that Lisa is terrified of Jen Shaw. Whitney and Heather, bad weather. <laughs> You guys, that is one of my favorite things that anyone has ever said. I honestly really love it. Here we go, weather. Whitney and Heather, bad weather, tornado. Spin the truth, destroy. That's what you do. I can't remember what she says afterwards. Like, spin the truth and destroy or something. Whitney and Heather, bad weather. That is... Thank you. Thank you, Lisa Barlow. I mean, that's I all liked I can it. Say I thought it was really funny. That. that is hysterical. But the, the silence after she said that, and Heather's just like, 
totally mocks her about oh, it. Oh, she's like, that works a lot. I hope that works a lot better than Janissa. <laughs> Hopefully that'll take off more than Janissa because that one has really fallen flat. He's like, that fell flat. <laughs> she's like, that was stupid. Uh, I, th- I thought it was really funny. I... But Whitney and uh, or um, Lisa and Heather are just screaming. Well, Heather is like saying that Lisa is only friends with Jen Shaw and has been a horrible friend to Meredith. Lisa throws it back in her face by saying that Heather talked about Meredith in her confessionals, but Lisa never did, which is kind of, I mean, that's Lisa's evidence. Like, oh, I've been a good friend. You haven't been. But they start really, we were really starting to see fire between these two. I mean, I mean, this is multiple times in this reunion that we're coming back from a commercial and Heather and Lisa are still going at it. Yeah. Don't call me an effing liar. Don't call me a bad friend. And then Lisa says that Heather's the liar. So, I, I mean, who's who's lying about what? <laughs> um, I do like, did you notice that when they do a cut scene of never before seen footage of Heather and Lisa sitting down and talking, there's the infamous mohair sweater. sweater that if you... Listen to Live Up Lab, you will know all about the Yeah, listen sweater. to our bonus episode, and then you'll see, hear about the white sweater that you can see Heather's wearing in this episode. The white hair incident. <laughs> so, um, Lisa's, Lisa was trying to be clever with the you need a better therapist than Andy Cohen. So I said, you need a new therapist other than Andy Cohen. I'm not a bad therapist. <laughs> But that was, it didn't come out well, and it almost sounded offensive. I know, it almost did, yeah. But she, I don't, Lisa wasn't meaning it that way. She was trying to be clever, and by like, you had to over, you had to explain that one too much, sister. And Andy's like, <laughs> hey, I'm a good therapist. <laughs> well, Meredith finally speaks up. Oh, yeah, out of nowhere. I, I, well, you know, <laughs> she is not enjoying this reunion it doesn't but what's funny is that when she speaks up finally she doesn't have anything to say about what anybody's saying she's just like anybody that wants to talk about my family you're not my friend period and then she sits back down i'm just like good girl i mean it's like that you don't want to see me angry moment i'm like Uh, don't don't you're making me nervous i know i don't don't like it (laughs) um so um coming back to mary's marriage we find out that there are no receipts. No. Nope. That Mary's grandmother wanted her to take her place. She, uh, and Mary's grandmother didn't tell Robert Sr. either. Mm-mm. Like everything pretty much that we saw on that YouTube video from her cousin. S- most of it's true. I mean, sounds the things very that were, true. Everything that was covered in this reunion equals the same, you know, is the same story that was told in that. I mean, yeah. that, that interview had a lot more. So what I'm, so now my theory about this whole Mary situation has just changed just a little bit. I know that she was just, she was just wanting to get the inheritance. I know that she was just wanting all these, these businesses and stuff. She was 20, uh, how old was she when she got married to Robert Sr.? I don't know. Well, anyways, she says that Robert Sr. runs all of those businesses. So do you think that Mary got with Robert Sr. because it was easier for him to manage all the work so she could keep getting all the gifts that apparently Robert Sr. buys everything for her? So I feel like she married Robert Sr. not because the grandma said it, was, but because of convenience. I feel like love with another human being is something hard for Mary. Like, I think she's been through something. We don't know what her crazy life was before The Real Housewives, but I feel like she's 
damaged goods yeah. in the fact that she is happy to have a relationship where I believe there's love now. I do believe there's love, but too. there's no romance. No. There's no passion. It really is convenient. So it's like a business. It's like a business relationship. So I really <laughs> feel like Mary has issues loving herself. I feel like Mary has issues loving other people. I Listen, feel like money there's... can definitely ruin and change your entire person. And that's why I think this whole the rest of the family doesn't like her. It's me. Yeah, she. Uh... It's just so messy, and like the more they dig into it, the more I'm like, "Dang, we were right." <laughs> oh, yeah, it's scary. and I, I don't like it. Um, but you know, it is interesting that Robert Senior was 20 years younger than Rosemary Cosby, but only 18 years older than Mary, Mary which yeah. is the same difference between Travis and Whitney. I like older men. Yeah, but yeah. It, that you could tell, like. Robert Sr. looks a lot older than what he is. Right. Yes, true. So it kind of makes it kind of much a lot weirder. But it's I thought that was interesting that she's closer in age to him than her grandmother was. True. That's I didn't even think about it that way. Well, um, you know, we go through a whole bunch of things, but we don't have all the time in the world to talk about this reunion. So um, finishing up, Mary, they talk about her calling her congregation poor, and she does not have a good explanation for When that. she was explaining it, I still was like, I don't know what you're, I don't, you still are not doing yeah. good. Like, Nothing I don't understand about her explanation any of makes sense at all. At all. At all. Like... Um, her church is not a cult. Mary says that her church is the same as the Mormon church. And, and Lisa blurts out, I, I'm not part of a cult. Right. <laughs> um, and she says that her personal wealth does not come from the church, but from the several businesses that her grandmother owned. Um, Jen and Mary bury the hatchet. And everyone's done over-explaining themselves. <laughs> okay. This whole Mary situation where she's talking about her marriage and how it's hard. You uh, you can't have a marriage for 22 years and it be good. You can't go through a marriage for 22 years and be happy. But then, like, she That's, seems so... Thanks for the hope, Mary. Yeah, she seems so <laughs> upset about it. And she's even crying. But then she says... But what me and Robert have is beautiful and it's amazing. But I'm like, you were just kind of bawling about how hard how hard marriage is and it's a nightmare it's... and that yours is not great and you're sleeping in separate beds. I'm just like, Mary, make up your mind. What yeah. are you talking about? Everything that she said contradicted something else that she said. Nothing really. And that made... whole crocodile tears thing that she brings out of nowhere is fake as oh, hell. Oh, see, I thought it was genuine. No, nope. I, I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was real. I, it's the same thing every single time whenever she wants to get really emotional or like deflect she starts bringing on those tears those like that that fake the like, same thing she does when she's preaching well i know but like remember the time when um remember she was talking <laughs> remember when she was talking to robert senior and she was feeling left out and, and her feelings were hurt i felt was that was i felt that I was th genuine you know i feel like that i feel like here in the reunion this was just a moment when mary's like listen we've been under the gun for a very long time my husband is a very good man this marriage is working for us you guys i've had enough leave us alone that's kind of how I Girl, feel don't get on a TV show. That's going <laughs> to dissect your life. Well, true. I'm but, sorry. you know, we all need a, a moment to breathe. <sighs> um, let's Then we move into Heather Gay's package. To be honest with you, I thought that Heather Gay's package would probably be the the last for, like, in Reunion or Episode 3. I figured, oh, really? like, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of see, you know, see her as generally the fan favorite. Mm. And um, 
So I just kind of assumed that they would save her for last. I mean, you know, we love all the ladies, but I um, just assumed that, you know, the way it looks on social media and stuff, that Heather's kind of a fan favorite. And you can definitely tell that this was therapy for Heather, this show, this experience. <sighs> yeah, we are not seeing this insecure girl from the package anymore. No, she's Especially... found herself <laughs> and seeing how strong she is, like on camera, I think has really provided her with this <sighs> extra strength. Wow. Uh, so we find out that Heather and Whitney found out they were cousins after they became friends. Which is scary because that's how easy it is that you could sleep with your own cousin. <laughs> like, you're like, I oh, love, we're cousins. I love that your mind goes down. <laughs> um, Andy encourages Heather to get on the dating apps. Maybe we can help her out with that. Um, so Heather talks about changing from encouraging her daughters to always be chased to now she wants them to have multiple partners, get wasted, mm -hmm. be wild, and live life. And some of the other mothers on the stage were like, Ugh! I think when she said multiple partners, all the ladies were thinking like, the same time? Right, yeah. No, no that's she... not what she meant. And like, have a spectrum of boyfriends and relationships so you could learn what yes, you want to do. Yes, end. don't be so literal about it. Yes. yes but when it. she said multiple partners, I was like, dang, girl, get it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Uh. Um, so Heather admits that she understands why practicing Mormons don't support her. But overall, everyone has helped her to live this transformative experience, especially the marginalized Mormons, the gay Mormons. And Lisa's like, oh, yes, we, we attract the same people. Mm -hmm. And Heather's like, mm-hmm. I... I... I feel like Lisa keeps trying to give a slight little olive branch to Heather during this time. I agree. And I could see Heather snapping it shut uh, I right did, away. I put down a short moment of Lisa trying to connect with Heather or, you know, or maybe she was trying to make it about herself. Okay. To be Heather probably just thought she was trying to make it about herself. To be honest, I hate this whole Heather and Lisa thing. I hate this fighting. I think that it was completely misconstrued. I think that Lisa does need to apologize for what she said about Heather. But I have a very strong feeling that in some seasons to, in, to come, Heather and Lisa are going to get alone time together. And they're going to connect on a level. And they're going to end up being best friends. I love that. I think that's a Because great, I, see I see so that. many similarities with both of these ladies. I, I just feel like um, stubbornness is kind yeah. of keeping them from Amen. doing it. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I really want to see them be friends. I, I agree. I really, I, I hate seeing this fighting. I hate seeing how passionate it is making. It's great TV, but right. I don't like seeing it because I want them to be friends. I really think that they would be good friends yeah. when they meet on that similar level. Like, you know, it's hard to make friends, but if you spend more times with friends, you're going to have an event or um, something happen that's going to connect you and make you guys see each other on a different level and have history. Oh, my number one to laugh about. My number one best friend in the whole entire world. We did not like each other at all when we first met. And yeah. now she's my number one friend. So let's talk about all the different issues with Heather and Lisa. First of okay. all, Lisa is the one who recommended Heather for this show. Yeah. And says, but Lisa is like, no, I didn't know you. We didn't even meet in person until, what was it, 2017? Mm -hmm. Which sounds way before the show to me. Yeah. Plus, um, again, what's the harm in saying, you know what, Heather and I didn't spend, like, one-on-one -on -one time together back in the day, but I certainly knew who she was in college. 
Yeah. I think that's all Heather wants, really. That's all Heather wants. And, and Lisa was in the wrong state. I don't really know her, but I did hear she's like a good time girl and stuff. That was not cool. Well, I don't know her. I mean, we all know, like, when, Mar- you know, Mariah Carey, like, Ooh, I don't know her. I mean, that's so, still a meme. <laughs> so that's that's what's happening. That's how it mm. feels. You know, it's, it is rude. And then, and so then the next problem also is that Heather feels like Jen Shaw tries to level up with Lisa and Meredith. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, um, you know, and then Heather accuses Lisa of leaking stories to the blogs. Oh, yeah. Uh, it felt very Beverly Hills to me because um, they used to do that with Lisa Vanderpump a lot. It must be the Lisas. But, um, <laughs> must they, be the Lisas. Right, they cut to a commercial <laughs> breaks and it keeps going. I'm, I feel so bad for Annie Cohen because he's probably like, oh, I need to pee. I need to go get a drink or something. But they make, like, the producer's like, no, sit back down. They're, you Like, they're still going. He yeah. can't, you, you, you see, he can't get up. He can't leave. Yes. He has to be there. And I, I was like, you're trapped, Andy. <laughs> right. So Heather is furious at this point because simply again lisa just and she's won't... completely shut off she, she has is shut off she is seeing red yeah i have to say this is not heather gay's best look i agree um i did that's why i'm saying i don't like this yeah i mean clearly how much we love heather gay but i did not she's so angry right now and very dismissive and yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Very dismissive. There's your keyword: dismissive, dismissive. Uh oh. I'm. It is a very big keyword, but it is like she's she's kind of giving she I think she's giving Lisa a treatment of what she feels. It's just that yeah, whole dismissive. She's like, it no, back. I don't she's even care. It back. I mean, it's not that I don't agree <sighs> with a lot of what Heather Gay is saying. I certainly agree with a lot of the things she's saying here, but I just this is really heated, and I just don't feel like it's her best look. And if, Lee, she does say she's like this. It's a def- you're right. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah. I do this, and I'm yeah. like, oh no, I don't like this. And it's me. If Lisa would just apologize and admit that they were acquaintances, none of this would even be a thing. Yeah, I mean, this. I agree. If she would just say, yeah, we were acquaintances. They need alone time. <laughs> yeah, they need alone they time to sit you're down right. and talk right. through this. But here in this moment, Heather is not interested in moving. I mean, she throws Lisa into a full-on tizzy. Like, Lisa cannot handle this anymore. Lisa flips out and walks off, and she's like, I need, I need to hug John. I need John. I need, I need him here. And that's, I totally agree with that, because when I'm having the worst time, I'm like, I just need my bear. Can somebody get me John? Like, I just need him to talk to me. I just need a hug oh, or something. I get that, too. I and, like, that's why way. when she was walking off, and when she was, when Lisa was backstage and talking to the producer saying, what, am I supposed to just abandon somebody that's damaged? Yes. I was like, oh, Lisa. So that's, that's kind of why we, uh, that's, now we understand why Heather says that Lisa has not been a good friend to Meredith. Because Jen Shaw talked about Meredith's relationship, relationship on the show and Lisa was still such close friends with Jen Shaw. Was still trying to be close friends. Yeah, yeah. so that, that that made a lot help me make sense of I it I wonder all. if things would have been different if Lisa did not catch Jen Shaw in the elevator when they were leaving Vegas. Ooh, 
Probably. I don't, because I don't think they would have called each other well, to you know like, reach what? out. I think we're constantly find out, finding out that Lisa is more of a softie than she's giving off. And I love that. I I'm mean, really maybe... loving that about her. Like, it's making me, like, when she said, how am I supposed to abandon somebody that's damaged or going through something? I'm just like, Lisa, you do care about people. Yes. Like, stop thinking about business all the time. <laughs> I, I feel like that she really does. And, you know, this first season especially, it's been a learning curve for all the ladies. And Lisa, again, she, we've talked many times how she does not like to appear vulnerable yeah, yeah and so I, I i like seeing these vulnerable moments with her not the re- not the circumstances but i just liked i think maybe she would have reached out to jim shaw even if they didn't and you know what other. these ladies are all first year housewives and this is the first time they're gonna be feeling this vulnerable in life yeah Amen. that's that's hard <laughs> i don't know if i've ever seen this much like behind the scenes footage on a, in a reunion before but um, we end off with, you know, Lisa storming off stage. And is she, she says is she she's coming not back. Gonna, she says she's, I'm, I mean, certainly she is. She's going to come she back. She says she's not. But, you know, she's, she's, so she's been trying to call the shots this whole entire reunion. <laughs> she's like, uh, roll footage. Uh, we're not stuck. We're not moving on. No, Eddie, on. we aren't moving on. <laughs> and I'm not coming back. You guys, this is my reunion. Bad weather. <laughs> they can go on without me. Well, you know what? Whitney needs a shot, and maybe I do too. So why don't yes. we take a break? I could really use a shot right now. Now that we've been through the Salt Lake reunion, and then we'll come back and dive into New Jersey. Oh my gosh, New Jersey, you guys! Ah, bye. And welcome back. Welcome back. So here we go, y'all. The very first episode of New Jersey, <sighs> episode one. This title is called See You Next Tuesday. I wonder why they came up with that title. I don't know, but there's a lot of bleeps towards the end of this, and I think that's where it came from. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> I mean, the last part of it where Teresa's like leaving the house, she is... I. It, there's maybe one word, and I think it's and, and the rest of it is all bleeps. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was like, how do you create a cuss word throughout an entire paragraph? For sure. Now, you know, a lot of season premieres start off with, like, a moment watch showing you the end of the season, mm. and then it starts back and shows you everything throughout the season that gets you there. This time, we get to see three days in. Yeah. Was- if we're already only starting off with just in three days, what is the rest of the season going to be like? Seriously. Holy cow. So we start off showing that we are at Margaret's house. Um again in three days you know and uh we get some great lines already we've got uh jackie saying i'm not a stupid girl i'm a lawyer i'm a lawyer listen i'm not a stupid girl i'm a f-ing lawyer which you know what if you say you're a lawyer i'm like damn you are really smart <laughs> right? I, I, I mean i i, 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 I totally <laughs> yes um and then margaret freaking out in the other room what am i going to say what am i going to say having a complete panic attack she's saying where there's smoke there's fire what am i going to say what am i going to say jackie wants Teresa to admit that she's lying about something, something. Teresa's um, pissed. <laughs> um, I win from oh, Jackie, ooh. who yeah. um, who apparently talked about Teresa's daughter. We don't know what she has said yet, Not but yet. Teresa says you talked about my daughter. No, you didn't. Well, you yeah, had daughter. That's how Teresa says daughter. Yeah, daughter. It's like if you if. <laughs> 
if you're learning English, don't learn it from the show. <laughs> Maybe not from Mary or Teresa. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, uh, but if Teresa, I love the, you know, I love Teresa's grammar and language that she uses. Sometimes it makes me giggle. But anyway, so now we get to go back to three days earlier with Jackie's kids. Um, it's kind of funny, you know. I'm surprised they didn't start off with Teresa, you know, the star of the show. Yeah. But they start off with Jackie, and um, Jackie's son Hudson looks exactly like their dad Evan. Oh yeah, I was noticed that too. And they have the yeah. same face. Absolutely. Um, it's Evan's birthday. Wait a second. Did we even go over their taglines for this season? No, there were no taglines this episode. Can you believe that? You know what? You're right. Because when I was watching it, I didn't see them go do the intro throughout yeah. the entire episode. It just went straight to Margaret's house. Yes, unless it comes in later in the episode and we just didn't notice it. I just but didn't yeah, remember. I don't think that they even showed the taglines this first episode. They just well, then got that, into do, it. Let's do taglines next episode when they do it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So um, we are now... So we we're, we're, we're at Jackie's house, we're at Jackie's and she's house. a lawyer. Yes, and she, <laughs> um, and it's Evan's birthday. Evan is, I think Evan's very handsome. He's got a great body, a handsome face. He does need to um, trim his beard up a little bit higher mm-hmm. underneath his chin. Um, it'll give him a nicer. It'll, I think, it'll make his his jawline look nicer. A little bit nicer. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, I think he's very handsome and in great shape. <laughs> I love it when Jackie starts talking about like having to clean her own house and how if you you can see how much I like cleaning toilets because I'm crying the whole time. Seriously? That is like me a hundred percent. Like uh-huh. I'll do it, but I'm gonna make you feel terrible for making me do it. <laughs> it's been a crap year. If you watched me crying as I was scrubbing toilets, you'd understand how much I hate cleaning my house. Yeah, quarantine has had its positives and negatives. <laughs> Being with your family is definitely a positive. It's been for her, yeah. For it looks her, like it's yeah. really been her. I like that um, when they're getting re- getting dressed for the evening, they're going to Jersey Shore. I, know, I like to do, do the elbow. I did the shoulders. Yeah, I did. You can't help you it. Can't help it. It's just part of it. <laughs> you know, Jersey Shore it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then switch over to the Gorga home. Mm. Joe Gorga. (laughs) So they talk about, Melissa's talking about how Margaret got her boobs done. Margaret, she got her boobies done. Dolores got butt implants. And Dolores is on her second ass implant. And Joe's like, oh, everything's new on everybody. (laughs) But Joe's like, well, what if I get a fake penis? What is wrong with you women? I mean, what if I got a fake penis? Ooh, I don't know. How does it work? I want to see it. (laughs) Well, Melissa's just like, how does it work? I'll take his old one. (laughs) (laughs) What is he doing with the old one? (laughs) I don't know if they completely removed the old one. I'll take it. I don't care. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Switching over to the Adams, and they're talking about who is Dolores going to bring. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I would rather her bring Frank than David. I I love Frank. I really do love Frank. And I love their friendship together. Yes. But it is just not okay. Oh, I think she it's completely needs, okay. I, she just, if she's going to date somebody else, she needs to move on. You know, after, after seeing Dolores for several seasons, it just makes sense to me now. Okay, I do love it. I do it really, just, really love it. Yes. But if they're trying to have, like other lives and stuff that's gonna make it really hard i mean it's what's i mean 
they're they're flirtatious and fun. I mean, it's really kind of the best. I really of the like most. it. She has one boyfriend probably with whom she's intimate. Mm-hmm. And then she's got her other boyfriend slash ex-husband. That she gets along with great. And they have fun. A companion, yeah. So, I mean, you go, Dolores. It sounds I, like you're yeah, winning. I, I like it. It's just, you know, I feel bad for David, I guess, in some kind of weird way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Dolores' scars. Were you looking at my ass when you just did that? Dude, it looks like you're filleted. <sighs> I didn't know that was how they did butt... Butt lifts like that scared the we hell out of me. Dolores needs to come to Salt Lake City and go to Beauty Lab and Laser. They have a butt lift, and hopefully, it's not as they legit filleter. <laughs> right, seriously. Like that is so scary. Oh, <laughs> switched back to Margaret's house. She hopes that Jennifer doesn't start drama, and I'm like, well, I mean, that's inevitable. But oddly, in this first episode, not so much. Mm-mm. But you know, I'm sure it's early in the season. You know, Jennifer's going to um, do some drama. But I think that. Dol- Dolores' new face looks beautiful, especially when she's not wearing makeup. Mm. Like, when she's not wearing makeup or not much makeup, whatever the situation is here, I think her face looks gorgeous. I I do like it when you see um, a woman without any makeup on and she still is really beautiful. Yeah. Because sometimes some women... Like, Jen Shaw, but, like, some people, like, when they don't have their makeup on, and you're just like, whoa, that is a completely different person than what I'm used to. And then then we have Margaret and Joe doing a Hunter and Papa the Bear when (laughs) when he's like, I stink a little bit, and she's like, you stink a lot of bit. I stink a little bit. You stink a lot of bit. (laughs) You're always, you're the stinkiest bear I've ever met. That's what you tell me every day. He's a stinky bear, stink, stink, stinky bear. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. That's my life, folks. Um, cut to Teresa talking to Gia. Now, I was Gia, for one thing, is completely uninterested in her mother's pain right now. <laughs> she, she's like, yeah, Mom, I've heard it all before. Go she's laying some... down on she's, her side. She's like, go have some more tequila. I'm so bored. I've heard it all before, Mom. I, I'm in college having fun. I'm sorry about your miserable yeah, life. Sorry about your dead dad. Um, yeah, it, but I was, was sa- sad. It was very sad. Definitely very, because very sad. Because I did watch that season where he was a part of the family a lot and he was sick and then finding out when he did pass away that was really sad yeah Teresa says that she visits his grave every day so that's you know like I've been calling my mother every day because I just don't want to have to be in that same place I called my mom like two days ago (laughs) (laughs) Uh, now we're showing up to Evan's party she says oh I'm so thankful for good weather but doesn't it end up raining like later on in the episode it does but luckily they got those awnings okay so when they're introducing all their friends friends and stuff one guy's name is sloan isn't that the brand of like faucets and toilets it is but i've actually heard that name for a woman somewhere and sloan i've there was a either maybe a tv or a movie character with a woman named sloan so this isn't the first Mm, time i've heard i was like is he like the sloan empire (laughs) maybe Ooh, Maybe you never that's know. Some toilet money. If you watched me crying as I was scrubbing toilets. So I think Jackie's tiny little pink dress is really cute, but there's something wrong with it. Like the proportions, I think really it just needs to lower the waist a little bit and maybe it won't, because the, the length is a little bit problematic, mm. but not, might not be so problematic if the um, proportion was better. Uh, I know, I just kept I, I waiting. Her, I just kept waiting to watch her flash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole entire night. (laughs) Flash a little butt cheek. Uh, Or something. (laughs) Um, So Margaret shows up first. Actually, her breasts show up before she does. (laughs) 
They are directing her everywhere she needs. Those fresh new breasts are directing her exactly where. Those nipples are telling you that it's going to rain soon. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Margaret's like, there's a 65% chance it's already raining. Uh, yep, yeah, it's definitely raining. <laughs> Jackie is ecstatic. She's so happy. She's probably already been drinking a little bit. Um, I like that they intentionally talk about their COVID tests. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you got to get that out there so people there. on social media don't freak out. <laughs> but this is the first party they've had for Evan since they've been married. I, I'm like, that's, mm. that makes me sad. But Jackie's like, if you have something to celebrate, Freaking celebrate, celebrate it. it. I realize when you have something Hold happy up. to celebrate, f-ing celebrate it. That's Amen. the way we were when we got married. Amen. We're like, there's that. so much COVID going around. We're going to get married. Right? <laughs> let's get out of this. Oh my gosh. But let's get into the Gorgas showing yes. up next. Joe Gorga is just the best dressed man I have ever met. A white t shirt. Oh. You know, it's, <laughs> it's such a. I, I, I don't know. I think Guido might be politically incorrect. Uh, it's just so, such a blue collar collar kind of look. It's hot. It's it's a pristine white t-shirt. It fits so perfectly. (laughs) Like, everybody's getting out and they're in suits and dresses, and he gets out in jeans and a t-shirt, I'm just like, oh, damn, you're so nice. I know. And then I want to touch his skin. Oh, gosh, Joe Gorga, I got the biggest crush on you. Uh, I do have a bit of a crush myself. Um, (laughs) Dolores and Frank show up, and I agree that Dolores is quite a catch, Margaret. Margaret says she's the catch of the century. I, I, I agree with that. And again, I prefer... That she shows up with Frank over there. I like her personality a lot. I do too. And I'm glad again that Frank's there. I like, I love watching everyone play with Dolores's butt. How's your ass doing? I miss it so much. And just talk to me. <laughs> that was, had some jiggle on it. And oh, and the way that <laughs> Joe Gorgas says, it just talked to me. <laughs> that <laughs> is you. That is you. Like, that's because 100%. Dolores was making a move with her butt muscles. Ugh. It was, I mean, I, I was like, oh my gosh, she's still so scarred. Doesn't her butt still hurt? I know, when they grabbed her butt and shook it, I was like, ow, ow, it's going to rip, it's going to rip off. <laughs> um, Jennifer Aiden shows up and sh- uh, she says she's looking forward to starting fresh with everybody. Um, she and Jackie greet each other very happily. What's a tenafly girl? She said that we're tenafly girls. I have no idea. I missed that. Yeah, I, I it's tenafly, T E N A F L Y girl, tenafly girl. I have no she idea. She said that, and I was like, what's a ten? I didn't do my homework. Maybe we should have had the captions on to make sure that was the actual word she said. I really think she said tenafly girl. <laughs> Why don't you Google tenafly and see if it's a real word? Oh! Tenafly is a borough in Bergen County, New Jersey. Okay, it is something. I oh, knew I caught something. And you spelled it right, too. What? What? Worked. <laughs> All right, then, Tenafly. Tenafly, girl. Oh. oh, see, look, it's, oh, it just said it right there. See, maybe, okay, <laughs> captions for now on. Captions from now on. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we figured that out. <laughs> I love Joe Gorgas and Frank's friendship. Oh my god! Like it's so slightly fun. gay play, but it's not. It's just two straight guys just messing around with each other, and it makes me laugh so much. And you know, in Jersey, family is a bigger thing than any of any of the other cities. Like, Anything, you know, Italians and all the, blood. Well, yeah, it's all about family. So New Jersey is the one city that's almost as much about the men as it is about the women. I agree. And thank God, I find them very likable men. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And when they get together, they are 
bad news. And oh my okay, gosh. so like throughout this entire scene, in the background, you could see that little shit stirring face of Joe Gorga, beat red, <laughs> glazed over, and you know he's got five shots in his hand. He's making uh-huh. people do more. He, that's you. That's that his, is you. Yes. You do that. Like, Joe Gorga is so much you. It makes me laugh so much. But he, you could see him in the background getting everybody trashed. Yeah. It's so, and he's just got this well, little Well, they even talk grin. about it later. That's why when Margaret's husband, or, yeah, husband <laughs> Joe is throwing up, they're like, it's because of Joe Gorga. <laughs> it's, me, it's Joe so Gorga, true. and Heather Gay, we need to go drinking. I don't, I'll be there. You I'll, and I'll Dre there. and Melissa Gorga can hang out on the sidelines oh and have another party. And you get Joe Gorga so trashed. Well, we, <laughs> I'm not going to molest him. <laughs> I just want to hang on him a little bit and be like, okay. hey, hang on me. Get him to loosen up a get little bit. Get him to loosen up. Yeah. Gotcha. I want him to be playful with me like he is Frank. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, I'm fair with that. Fair with that. Um, so the ladies address the birthday BJ. I don't know if you know this because you haven't watched the other season uh, so uh-uh. intently, but it has been kind of a thing, kind of like where Jackie only gives him a BJ on his birthday. <laughs> Poor like, guy. Kind of like Lisa of Vanderpump used to say she only had sex with Ken on his birthday. <laughs> That's good stuff. Um, so already here in the very first episode, Margaret is planning a cast trip. To Lake George. But I'm like, really already in the first episode we're planning a trip? But Melissa is like, please, yes, in this first episode, can we plan a trip to get me away from my kids and my husband? <laughs> Please, Please, anything. I'm thinking, where are we going? I'll go down the street. I'll sleep in the trunk. I don't care. Can we please go to Vegas? It's across the country. <laughs> like, no, we can't. Somebody go. break my phone, too. <laughs> so they can't get a hold of me. Uh, so then next, Teresa shows up with her realtor slash friend, Michelle, who is selling Teresa's house. Um, and Jackie is... She's ready to be friendly. I mean, like, within moments, she's like, hey, are you seeing anyone yet? Mm -hmm. We found someone who's half Jewish and half Italian, just like we finished up last season's reunion. Like, literally, the last sentence spoken in last season's reunion was Andy saying that we're going to find Teresa a half Jewish, half Italian man. I do remember that. Jackie is like, man, it's been a crappy year for everybody, but Teresa's had a crappy decade. I want to do something nice for her. I thought that was sweet. You know what could possibly go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Cut to Teresa saying, has Evan been doing things? You know, does he do things? First, it's that. First, she says it's things. Do you know if, if Evan's doing things? Well, first of all, don't skip over Jackie's toast, where Jackie's like, I want to do this before I get too drunk. And I'm like, oh, Girl, my goodness. you're already too drunk. And then they make out in front of everybody. I was like, it, don't ever do that to me. <laughs> in front of a crowd. I don't like that. And they make out a lot in this scene. And Joe Gorga gets furious. That Jackie insinuates that she might give Evan his birthday BJ and then takes it back immediately. Oh, yeah, Joe uh Joe loses it. Uh Uh -uh. (laughs) Listen, don't you take away Joe Gorga's BJs now. You are such a Joe Gorga. Well, listen, don't take them away. (laughs) And then Teresa gets into Evan's infidelity. And listen, we are only 10 minutes into the episode. I just so crazy. I mean, and Jen, and she is only there for five minutes before she starts whispering to all these people. Yeah. And she's like, and then she's like 
spreading the rumor while disguising it as a question. Do you know if it's well, true? You know, just let... And then it cuts to further on where it's, oh, he is sleeping with other people at the gym. Like... Well, you know, I said last week that sometimes your questions are suggestive. Mm. And listen, if you say something like that on camera, you know that you're saying it to the world. Yes. You're not saying it to just the people at the table. Not to mention, she wasn't whispering. You can't tell me that everyone at that party didn't hear her when she said it first to Melissa. And Melissa's like, uh-uh, I ain't in this. So then she goes to Margaret. Margaret. And Margaret's like, uh-uh. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know about it. I ain't in this. She and even goes to Joe. Yeah, and no one no one wants to hear. No one wants no to. No one wants to be part of this. <sighs> uh, and Jennifer Aiden, she's like, Teresa told this to me before, but it just it had no merit. At the end of the day, if we don't have any receipts, honey, shut the f up. You know. So why that. is she gonna still do this? I feel it's very vindictive. Well, I mean, Margaret says she's like Teresa. This is not the place on his birthday <laughs> again on camera. So Teresa's like, okay, fine. I'm not getting anywhere here. Let me go over to Dolores and ask her. I mean, she's why is she going around to every single person on the cast to try to get them to say, oh yeah, I've heard that. And she's like, oh, but I don't know who I heard it from. You know, I'm so bad at remembering things like that. I'm like, that is some bull. That is, that is a straight up lie. This just made me very uncomfortable because like no one wants to take her bait. It's very uncomfortable. No one knows why Teresa's even they're like what she is has she no doing? receipts nothing she heard it from somebody but everyone knows that when you say something on camera it's going to become fodder for viewers it's going to become fodder for reporters and tabloids that's that's the big problem you know you can sometimes get over gossip up at a party but not when you're telling gossip at a party in front of millions of viewers and there's a lot of people that are his close friends that aren't associated with anybody else or, and they're hearing this. They're that is embarrassing. Yes. Like if I was at a party and it was my birthday party and you started hearing people or even I heard people saying that I'm cheating on you at my birthday party, I would lose oh, my It would shit. not go well. Mm -mm. Well, by the end of the night, though, Jackie is thrilled. She thought it was a great night. Uh, Jennifer and Bill get home. I love it when Bill gets drunk. <laughs> He's so kind of... Um, Reserved when he's sober, I guess. Yeah, you know, and, and then that those pictures of him trapped yeah. with his shirt open yeah, and he's Bill, all glazed it. over and yeah, sweaty. Yeah. I was at first of all, I was like, "Who's taking this picture at their house of them just trashed in the in the in the entry room?" <laughs> they're they're twelve year old. <laughs> you know, take a picture of mommy and daddy trashed. <laughs> um, so now we get into kind of a big um, the day after. Oh wait, situation. hold on, that cake. Was there Twinkies around that entire cake? No, that was a tiramisu cake. So those were, what, Ladyfingers? Oh, Ladyfingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, those were Ladyfingers. I was like, I want that cake. It's got Twinkies all over it. That looks good. <laughs> I think that even you hear someone say on camera that it was a tiramisu cake. Oh, okay. I catch everything else, but the, I know the, we've, that kind we, of stuff. we heard the different. I was probably taking notes when you heard about that thing, and then I was thinking vice versa. <laughs> Um, so Marge Sr., I mean, Marge Sr. and Marge are practically the same person at this point. They've been seeing the same surgeon for sure. <laughs> um, that we finally get to see some of the work that uh, Marge, I, Marge has been doing for years in her home. And I, you know what, Marge, good on you for taking your time, doing it smart, not putting down... Tons of money. Was it Marge's house or Margaret's house? Margaret, sorry. Oh, They're the same okay. person to me, sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, wait no, a second. Margaret, Margaret. 
but good on you for taking your time and getting it done and not wasting your money. And um, it's turning out to be quite lovely. I don't know. I do love the dark stains and dark colors. I don't know if all the decor is for me necessarily, but I do th- see, appreciate the, the work. The textiles. Yeah. The colors. Every That's... She would make Uli very proud. Yeah. Uli. Uli. Project Project Runway. Runway reference. Yeah. Uli was so good with all those textiles and colors and mixing them. You better go. Uli. You better go. Oh, my gosh. I I was staring at you because I thought you were going to keep talking, and I was going to rip you a new one if you didn't catch that. It took me a second, but I was like, thank you. Oh, my God. That was good. (laughs) Bravo to you. Uh, But not bravo, again, to them actually showing Joe throwing up that I didn't please don't show people throwing listen, up that is disgusting anyone in the world who edits television and movies no one wants to see anybody else throw up I can guarantee you if you ask anyone in the world well unless you know it could be a fetish for some people who knows uh, I'm pretty two girls sure. one cup Moving on. <laughs> uh, let's uh, move on to Joe naked in his bed. Yeah. Because he's trash. And he probably needs a massage. He does. Maybe a BJ or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like, ooh, I love this show. Oh, this wait. show is so good. Show more Joe Gorgon naked in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you want to see Joe Gorga get upset? Talk about Antonia having a boyfriend. Or Antonia and boys at he all. He doesn't like that. Uh, uh, he is such an old school Italian. Yeah, you know, a lot of people have problems with Joe's misogynistic ways. But he does treat women very respectfully, I think. A lot of people feel that he doesn't, but... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, true, I true. guess... I'm sure Melissa knew who she was marrying. I'm one of those old school girls that likes a man to take <laughs> care of them. You are, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we get into uh, Margaret telling Marge Sr. how Teresa went around the party, was talking, telling him about Oh, and, her, and Marge's jaw dropped. Oh, She's yeah. like, what? Do you think that Teresa is seeking revenge from last season? That's exactly what I thought it was. So as much as Jackie is trying so hard to move forward positively, you think Teresa's I do feel like seeing old seasons, Teresa does not let go of things very easily. Uh, Not at all. She will say that she accepts the apology, but deep down, she'll get you back. Yeah, you're one right. way and she'll catch you. You're right. You're absolutely. She'll right catch about you that. outside. <laughs> she'll catch you outside. Um, so here's the wild cycle of Dolores. So Dolores helped David design and pay for a home, mm-hmm. which David moved in. But Dolores decided to stay in her old home with her ex-husband, Frank, Mm -hmm. while Dolores is in Frank's son, Frankie, is staying with David at the new home. Mm -hmm. You go, Dolores. (laughs) I mean, you, that is a new modern family right there, girl. Again, I think she's kind of like living the best of both worlds. And as long, and it's working and I hate to, I don't want to, I hate to be a little bit rude, but I haven't seen much on camera of David, you know, being present in this experience. You know, whenever David's on camera, he's really kind of checked out. He doesn't come to any events. And I know that he's, I think, maybe a doctor or something and works hard. But I, I don't really see, other than maybe he's just really good in bed and that's what Dolores is getting out of him. Yeah. But it's, I, don't, I don't see the attraction. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, not that he's not attractive. I just don't see the attraction between them. 
I just want her and Frank to get together. I don't know if I even want them to get together except for maybe hook up every now and then. Yeah, I think they should just be friends with benefits. She says that they're not. I, I, I think that they I, should. I would have a hard time. Yeah, to be honest. Uh, well, uh, living together that could be make it pretty problematic. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, um. David is not happy that Dolores had surgeries without telling him, mm-hmm. and you know, again, I'm kind of in between because, you know, if I if you got surgeries without telling me, I would be off the wall livid. But we're married; they're not. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you are in a serious enough relationship that you're filming together for the Real Housewives of New Jersey, then I think that you're in a serious enough relationship that you should tell your partner that you're having surgery, even if they're not going to like it. Because something could happen. Absolutely, something could happen. God forbid. But and again, I think he's a doctor, so he yeah, really so he understands. understands. That. But he says there's nothing wrong. There's nothing to change about you, and I th- I liked that. Yeah, um, there's, you're beautiful. Yeah, why you don't change yourself? And I would feel the same way too, because a lot of plastic surgery will change the way you look, and especially in men. Like oh. I would be really upset if you got plastic surgery, because I'm like. I fell in love with the face you have. <laughs> For men, it's really obvious. It's when so they have, obvious with like, men. Like plastic, so, you know. Sometimes some Botox, maybe a filler or two. It's not that. Can't they just like tuck that extra skin under but your? But like what? Ha- like when Kenny Rogers got his face lift, um, <laughs> Mickey Burt, Rourke, Burt Reynolds. Woo! You know, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It doesn't really work so much for men, oftentimes. Um, now we move over to Jennifer's house, and here's another interesting family situation. Yeah, Jennifer's like mom and dad are fighting. I blame mom. So, Dad, you're moving in whether anybody likes it or not, which he's thrilled. You think I want to get involved? You think I have nothing else on my plate but to get in the middle of their relationship? And the, <laughs> and the son living with them for so long. Yeah, well, you know, they're a Turkish family. I'm, sh- you know, Plus, again, they probably have enough room. Right. But, you know, similar to Italian families. On The Real Housewives of New Jersey, even this t- the Turkish families, these European families, family is everything. Oh, yeah. Family is everything. So, um, I love to see that Jennifer is taking care of her dad. I think that's sweet. I think it's very smart of her to see the damage that's happening. I thought that was really smart of her to see, you know, you know the situation and yeah. actually handle it. Right. You know, in the past seasons, Jennifer Aiden has not been my favorite. Yeah. But I'm going into this season with whole new eyes because, you know, just like we did with Salt Lake City, I want to love all of these women. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about... I want to praise them and talk about what's great about them and why I enjoy having them on my TV. So I'm really looking forward, actually, to my new relationship with Jennifer Aiden. (laughs) (laughs) And, Um, and, you know, Jennifer talks about how her relationship with her mother is strained. But I I see this with so many mother-daughters. Mothers are so critical of their daughters. And and their family, so they're not afraid to say what is on their mind. Like, I I just saw it with all of my sisters and my mom. But it's funny because they want to hang out with each other so much, but they get on each other's nerves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Did you notice in the flashback with Jennifer and her mom, they were either in a Giovanni boutique or... Giovanni was everywhere. I mean, they were (laughs) surrounded by Giovanni Everywhere. They were feeling Giovanni. And, you know, who was in? Do you think that Jennifer's dad looks a little bit like the little old man from Up? (gasps) Oh my god, 
and now I see it. Yeah, he oh. looks a little bit like the. I mean, he's not as. And I love off. his. I love his accent. Yes. It's that really old yes. Italian accent, or is it? Turkish? He's Turkish. He's Turkish. It's just They're that Turkish. thick accent, and you could just yeah. see. You could hear the history right. in his voice. I love. He's that. not as completely like blockish as the little man from Up is, but I definitely saw a reason. Oh yeah, I see that now. That's I good. thought that was cute, but everyone just kind of sits there and bashes Jennifer's mom for a while. Like everyone at the table is bashing her the entire time, mm. and then. Um, after this scene, we get just a moment with uh, Frankie and Dolores on the phone when Dolores is like, don't overwork yourself, don't overwork yourself. He's like, Mom, don't tell me that. But yeah. did you notice that Dolores was holding dog? Their dog? No. You know how normally when they're ho- we see a housewife pet, it says, Sparky, Dolores' dog. Yeah. This literally just said, dog. I wonder if that's the dog's name. You know, um, I mean, it's not unheard of of people doing that. Carol Radzewell named all of her cats this kitty. Kitty, yeah. So I mean, maybe this dog's name. You is named dog. all your pets Eeny. I when I but I was growing up. But I was seven. <laughs> I guess it just kind of, it's it kind of goes back once you get older. You're just like names, whatever. Yeah. But you have you have too many names to memorize. I mean, when I was living with my mom, she had my four older sisters' names to memorize and like four pets. My mom would list off every single one of my sisters, every single one of the pets before she finally got to my name. I get to it. To yell at me. Oh, my grandmother did the same. Oh, my it's so did, bad. <laughs> all right, so now we're getting into, you know, what the beginning of this episode was all about. <sighs> Jackie calls Teresa, and she wastes no time in saying, we need to get together to talk before we go away together. Oh, yeah, and it's so smart. Well, I, deep down in my housewife's evil mind, I really want them to do it at like vacation at dinner <laughs> where they can't run away from each other I'll be, <laughs> and their trunk. <laughs> I'll be curious to see if Jackie even goes. I haven't been able to tell from the uh, scenes. You from can next week. see how broken down Jackie is in her eyes. You can tell she's yeah. been upset crying. and crying. crying. And she said, uh, uh, well, apparently it was her worst day of her life having to tell her husband what was going on. Oh, I, you know what? Evan seems like such a level headed kind man so i bet it's really jarring when he gets rage <laughs> but and plus it's even more hurtful because all of his friends heard this not yeah, just the housewives for sure. stuff Absolutely. it's all of his personal life people that have known him for a long time and that's embarrassing if your friend comes up and he's like hey that housewife lady's saying that you're cheating yeah, on your wife abssolutely so i thought it was smart for them to meet at margaret's it's switzerland uh, yeah, Switzerland for sure. So at Margaret's, uh, Margaret and Lexi, are uh, Margaret's creative director, are uh, packing gifts for the ladies for their trip, which, again, I'm, I'll be curious to see if everyone ends up going on this Everyone trip. is so nervous about this talk and stuff, but I don't feel Teresa has any bit of nervousness about this talk. She doesn't. She's like, I don't She's like, well, she's like, all right, let's do it. So do you think that she was too intoxicated to realize how much she was talking about people? No. Or do you think that she's just generally unbothered? She had just gotten there. It seemed no, I'm like... Talking about, do you feel like the, like the night before when she was talking so much shit, do you feel like that maybe she just doesn't remember? Well, no, that's what I mean. She had just gotten to that party and then oh. she started talking about it. So it's not like she got trashed and then it came up at the end of the night. It seemed like it was through the entire progression of that night gotcha okay so um when they both arrive i like that jackie's like can i please just talk and you listen can i just talk and you listen yes. for a few minutes and then i'll let you talk yes, yes, yes. And, yeah. and and 
Teresa actually gave her that, which mm-hmm. I which I was like, okay, Teresa. Um, so Jackie tells Teresa, bottom line, you have to admit that what you said was a lie. There's no receipts. There's no factual things of it. And you honestly, do you, do these people know who I am in my relationship? Like, honestly, Teresa. But if we've seen Teresa over seasons, she doesn't back down. She doesn't accept a lot of accountability most of the time. I hate to, not going to lie. And Teresa, especially this at this moment, is not going to say, yes, I admit that I lied. She's never going to admit that she lied. She could, if Jackie maybe would have said, I need you to admit that this was a rumor that didn't have any substantial evidence. That might have happened. But when she said, Teresa, I need you to tell me that I need you to admit that it was a lie. I need you to admit this is a lie. You know, Teresa picks out words and we'll get to that in a minute when Gia comes up. But Teresa noticed, you know, it's about semantics. Semantics. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Teresa really can hear key words in a conversation and really fixate on those. So for you to mm-hmm. say, Teresa, I need you to admit that you lied. No way are you going that to you have that. no proof of it. Like, why would you spread this? And it's so it's so hypocritical because Teresa's like, well, wouldn't you want me to tell you if 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 I heard this thing? You didn't even tell her. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You went to every person around her at a birthday party for her husband to tell everybody that. Teresa comes up with 18 different, a, a bunch of random reasons to justify <laughs> why she spread the rumor all around the party. She comes up with all, but did you notice? Meredith Marks has made her mark on The Real Housewives. Because Jackie says that she's not engaging. I'm not engaging in this. I'm not engaging. Okay, listen, Jen. Jen. I heard that. I was like, yes, girl, don't engage. Don't (laughs) engage. Don't engage. But again, Teresa's not backing down. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And Teresa says, well, Jackie, you should be able to defend yourself. I'm like... I thought she was your friend. Why would you make well, her force no. her to like def- but then I realized that she they aren't friends no. because of the past. Yeah, and that's and- when I was like this is 100% her sticking it to Jackie. And Teresa's going to defend herself till the end. Again, 100%. very few times throughout these 11 seasons has Teresa been humble enough especially that this quickly. And first she says that she doesn't know who she forgets who told her. But now today, now that she's having this mm-hmm. talk, she says, oh, well, I do know, but I'm not going to tell you who said that. That is not a friend. No, no. And then Jackie's just had enough. She's like, okay, fine. If you are not going to Here we go. Pu- pull back this rumor, take back this rumor, and she... If I can paraphrase, and I'm intentionally paraphrasing, she says along the lines of, what if I said that Gia was doing coke in the bathroom? At parties. She didn't say that exactly, and I intentionally paraphrased because Jackie was obviously not suggesting that Gia had been doing Mm. coke. She was even like rolling her eyes. She's like, I heard it from somebody. I don't know. Yeah, she was clearly not being serious. But now this is a little bit touchy because I know that Teresa has had some strong fans since day one and we're, you know, a hundred years in. So let me first say that I understand Teresa getting furious about bringing her daughter's name up. Mm-hmm. If I was a parent, I wouldn't even know what the rest of the sentence was that you said. You said my daughter's name, and now I'm seeing and red. paraphernalia. Yeah. So I get that with Teresa 100%. However, 
Jackie was not spreading a rumor. She wasn't spreading a rumor at a party, for sure, in front of a bunch she of other people. She said it straight to her. <laughs> one on one. Yes, it was. No one else was around. Uh, yes, it was on camera. And again, I understand that being on camera, saying things on camera can be suggestive and really blow things up. She was strictly using it as an example for this situation. Yeah. And that went straight over Teresa's head. Yeah. Teresa it, saw red. Started see you next Tuesday. And again, I'm not I'm not mad at Teresa about that. I do believe that Teresa's wrong here, mm -hmm. but I'm not mad about her just simply going, You had my daughter's name in your mouth, and that's not okay. And especially on this show, um, season many, 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 many a season have they said in New Jersey in particular that kids are off limits. Jackie knows exactly what to say to Teresa to oh. piss her off even more. Oh, yeah. Because Teresa's, you could see Teresa's so pissed off that she's almost going to grab something to throw it at her. And oh, she's yeah. like, what, are you going to throw something at me? And then she says the words that I think would set, that did set Teresa way over the moon. I win. I'm living the life that you want to live. What is going on? I win. Oh, yeah. She's that, like, I'm living the life you want to win. She yeah. looks straight at her and is like, I win. And, man, I was like, Teresa's going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> but the best part of this scene is Margaret just in the other room freaking <laughs> out. That's the, my favorite part of this whole entire scene is Margaret like, oh, Teresa's not backing down. Teresa said whether they're smoked or fine. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Like, that, <laughs> it's maybe the best part of the whole entire episode is just Margaret back there freaking out. Oh my goodness. Well, these new, I am not surprised that these New Jersey ladies really know how to launch another. Well, I mean, we've been through 10 seasons, so this is like another decade, if you will. The start to a whole new, like, decade of seasons. I don't know if that works out, Roya, but um, and they certainly deliver. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, before we sign off, I um, I don't want to end on uh, too much of a sad note, but this week we lost someone really, really important. Ryan Shea was a really good friend of ours, and he um, was also a writer for Instinct Magazine. So Ryan Shea was with us when we got engaged. He covered mm -hmm. us. When we got married, he covered us. He's covered us on the podcast. He's the reason why we got contact information for Heather Gay and got to meet Heather Gay. He was the first person we called after we got to meet Heather Gay. And so I just didn't want to go through this and not um, give credit to Ryan. And he will be missed by so many people. The outpouring on social media has been really touching. Um, but I just didn't want to let, you know, start off a new season for us that, to be honest with you, was much made possible by Ryan. So, um, Ryan, you will be missed terribly, and you are loved. I love you so much, Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. Didn't want to end up on a bad note. <laughs> Sorry. But I just really couldn't go through this episode without giving some love to Ryan. It, well, it, thank you for doing that, because I, I was thinking about doing it, but I didn't want to end in a bad note, and I didn't want to cry <laughs> online. I know. I, miss... and I, I didn't want to tell you ahead. Of, I knew I was going to do it, but I didn't want to tell you, because I didn't want you to be anticipating it. But, like... what, but what is good about this show <clears throat> is that... He did help me. He wrote out the emails for me of how to write out emails. He gave me all the contact information of every single housewife that was out there. 
he really helped us out. And I'm really blessed because right after we went to see Heather Gay, I called Ryan. He was the first person we called, yeah. and I got to tell him I loved him, and I thanked him for everything that he has done for me and for being such an amazing friend to me. Um, and then he went into the hospital like, a couple days later. So I was very blessed that I got to say I loved him and that I thanked him for it. So I got to thank the this podcast and all this stuff. So anyways, I don't... So a positive note a in positive celebration, note of, in celebration Ryan of Ryan Shay. Ryan Shay. And a positive note in celebration of a new season of yes. New Jersey, ending a successful first season for us of The Real House Bears. Thanks to Ryan Shay. So thank you all so much for listening. Check us out on social media. You can find Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Real House Bears. You can find us on Twitter under Real House Bears without the the. <laughs> and you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. And we are starting to record our podcasts, uh, not just audio, but also visually. So please go to our YouTube channel. You'll be able to see some behind the scenes and little clips of us talking in our closet, a.k.a. <laughs> the sound studio. Sound studio. Um, so you can find us on um, YouTube at The Real House Bears. And you can also find us on iTunes and Spotify. Please give Anchor us a rating. Please give us a rating on there and a five star. We really rely on those ratings. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for staying tuned for season two. This is amazing. I'm so excited. And I hope everybody has a great day. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Let's test it and see if it's working first. Testing for season two. You might need to get a little bit closer. <clears throat> Testing for season two. Test, test, test. New, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs>